Mayhem Podcast. Yo, 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 what's up? It's the Living the Mayhem Podcast. I'm your host, Toro, and on the line is Slim from the noble, beautiful countryside. Beautiful. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to talk crap about Texas no more, man. I, I, I'm just y'all are preparing lovely. So that's all I'm gonna say. I admire you guys, yo. What's up? What's going so, on, Soto, man? What's going on, man? Episode nine, man. We talk about mental health today, and we got two special guests, man. It's Sam and Louis D, man. What up, guys? What's up, y'all? How y'all hey, doing? Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Glad to be back again. Yeah, man. So uh, today we're just going to um, talk about mental health. Just dive deep a little bit into it and talk about our own experiences. I think mental health, you know, probably has to do with um, there's all types of it. You know what I'm saying? And... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Louis just took a selfie with the microphone on Snapchat. (laughs) (laughs) I told you we should have went video, man. Oh shit! What is this? It was was the right moment for it, man. It was like go for it. (laughs) We won't. (laughs) Sam, man, I'm sorry. Man, I lost the picture, man. What's up, man? My friends are ghetto. You guys are having fun, and that's what this really should be about. You know, I mean, my own view on mental health is, you know, I laugh about it so that I don't cry about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can understand that. It's one of those things that is what we make of it. So, you know, with mine, yeah, I mean, I try to make, I try to have fun with it, keep it light because man, it's a, it's anything but that. Yeah. I understand, yeah. man. I think, I think we all have our own ways of coping with it. Like I cope, I think I cope like the same way, laughing, joking, clowning around all that shit, you know, other people cope differently. How do you cope with your, you know, whatever your day to day mental health issue is <laughs> so you're telling me i have a mental health <laughs> issue right I, I haven't admitted to anything i didn't say i had it but all of a sudden now i do <laughs> now nah, i mean I, I think everybody has their everyday struggles troubles uh i try to live in a moment man try to think of this moment you know and, and not try to worry about what's gonna happen about tomorrow or what happened last week um, so I, I believe just living in the moment helps out counting your blessings. You know, we don't, I think trying to fo- get your mind, your brain to focus on positive and not negative is, is a big help in any situation that you're in. It's my belief. Yeah. And what about you, Slim? Ah, uh, man, it's uh pretty tough, man. Um, I, I'll definitely dive it deep into it, man, uh, and just piggyback on what you guys were saying, man. It's just like I'm going to definitely be playing the de- – I want to say the devil's advocate on this at this end um, just because, like, mental health became, like, a common thing now. You know, like, back then, like, 
it wasn't a thing, you know. Talking about like ADHD, like <laughs> like that. Like back then, those the terminology wasn't back then. Like, what are you talking am I about? Right or wrong? You're no, wrong. You're right. You're right. No, I no, think he's wrong. No, the break. They didn't like, have a name for it. Do you actually right? think that Lewis, we were thinking about age. it back then? Lewis, the the right dumb shit that we used to do back then, you think that shit was normal? That shit came from a place of hurt. But Lewis, did they, but what I'm saying I, is... You know what? It wasn't common It wasn't common to have to have a name for it back You know, they, they didn't... Yeah. They, well, they just thought you were just like, like a hyper kid or you didn't yeah, pay attention that's what, that's, or... That's where I was you, getting at. You were going through what everybody else is basically going through when people were going through darker moments than other kids, I'm pretty sure. But, yeah, now, now they got a name for everything. Everything's a fucking name. They have a name for everything. But it wasn't like that before. Okay. Would you... Would you like to elaborate, Sam? Uh, yeah, I mean, if I can with that, yeah, I mean, um, keeping it on track with what you guys are saying, yeah, I mean, within the last 50 years within, within this country, it has become far more socially acceptable to talk about mental health issues. These are issues that people have had and are having and will probably always have. Um, you know, where I find it to be, you know, helpful and enlightening these days is the fact that it's now being recognized as a true disorder you know is is a true problem that people have it's not being weak-minded or having you know personality flaws it's there's truly something wrong with you and the fact that we're actually acknowledging that these days uh, working on treatments working on therapies working on medications you know i mean that's it's and we're miles ahead of where we were 50 years ago with this i agree i 100 percent agree yeah. yeah i agree definitely Lose, lose over here like it went one through one ear and out the other. <laughs> I was, I was taking in what he was saying. See, oh, okay. I was trying to. You were trying to digest, elaborate on it. Yes, oh, not okay. digest it. You know? And Sam, please feel free to just jump in whenever. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah. So you know, um, we'll just dive into it straight to the point. You know, in my case, I don't know. It's just like I, I feel like everybody goes through it, man. Everybody goes through it. Like every, me, Sam, Slim, Lewis, we all been through something. There's no way that there's nobody on this earth that hasn't gone through something. And it doesn't have to be like getting, um, like molested or any of that type of stuff. It can be like, you know, going to war, um, it could be some street shit. It can be, you know, seeing somebody die, that you, somebody you don't even know. You know what I'm saying? It could be anything. Somebody has gone through some something traumatic, traumatic. in their life. That's the before. word, traumatic, right there, because that's what affects you, you know, at a young age and shit, and you witnessing or experiencing these traumatic experiences that you bottle in or you take inside. You don't really want to talk to people. You grow up thinking that shit is cool. And that shit eats you up. You know, you have flashbacks, shit's traumatic situations that you've gone through in life. So, no, I just, I just have to agree with that. And the fact that, yes, a lot of these, uh, you know, psychoses and disorders that we see present these days are, you know, can be due to that. I mean, PTSD, num- you know, number one right there, you know, but then there's also the genetic side of this, you know, which is what I've got. I was born this way. I was seven years old the first time I seriously considered killing myself. I remember it clear as a bell. I was seven years old. I don't remember what I had done. My sister and I had got into a fight, and I had hurt her pretty bad. 
And I felt so terrible about that. I mean, that was the first time that I sat down with a, with a pistol in my hand and considered putting it in my mouth. And, you know, there was nothing that, that brought that on. You know, I mean, I had a regular childhood growing up. You know, I mean, I didn't have to go through any of these trauma that some of these poor folks do. I was simply born this way. There's, you know, genetic history for it. it it's rife throughout my entire family. My grandfather, when he was nine years old, watched his grandfather shoot his mother and then shoot himself. And, you know, and from then on, you know, I mean, everybody in my family has got some form of this to, a, you know, to a degree or another. You know, technically, my diagnosis is major depressive disorder and generalized anxiety disorder. So basically, generalized anxiety disorder is I basically have anxiety about everyday normal stuff that does not bother most people. And, you know, the major depressive disorder just basically is just that horrible, you know, that feeling of hopelessness, you know, loss, depression, sadness for no reason other than I woke up that day. And, you know, I mean, that's some of the hardest stuff for me to deal with is the fact that I just wake up feeling like the world's going to end. Now, do, do these no, pills, no reason why. Do these pills and shit that they give you, the medicine that they give you, do, does it really help out or do you feel more like a zombie? after you're on it does it like numb that moment does it numb that thought of you wanting to take your life and and being depressed and everything you just described because to me i think motherfuckers is out here trying to make money also off this shit knowing that you know some of these you you see in these commercials they're like yeah yeah we'll 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 take care of the stomach ache if you take this but the side effects is you dying you wanting to commit suicide and yada 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 you know, yeah, so, they say so, it's so nonchalant too. Yeah, like fuck it, you just die if you take this. But all you you you're just taking it for an ear infection though. So, so you shit might lose a leg or two, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But so oh, what yeah, is no, it, Sam? Is it is it more? Know, does it make it, you feel better? It takes the edge off. You know, I feel like it puts me on a level playing field, so to speak. You know, kind of brings me up to normal. You know, does it make it go away? No. Not at all, but it, it keeps it to a controllable level. Now, not to say that I don't have my bad days. I do. You know, I have days where it's, you know, I'm, it's just bad no matter what. But for the most part, yeah, it does help me. And to address what, what Lewis was saying, yeah, for sure, these medications are way overprescribed. And that's the fault of these pharmaceutical companies. Reason is to develop one of these med medications, they sink millions into research and development. You know, they have to spend millions to develop this product before, and then more on testing before it can ever go to market. So when, by the time that pill goes to market, they are already in the hole on it. And so they need to make that money back. They need to recoup that money as quickly as they can. So yeah, they get doctors to push these things. And then, you know, and that's the downside of it is yes, this have, have it does you... help some people. But it's a for-profit business as well. Have you have you tried like self-medication, like um, marijuana, or you know, like? Yeah, from the brain. time I was from the time I was fourteen up until I was twenty-two, uh, you know, anything I could find to put, you know, to drink, smoke, snort up my nose, whatever. Oh yeah, I was all over that. And, you know, to an extent, probably, and it was really probably the drinking that was the worst, that, that was definitely not helping my issue what, whatsoever at all, not even a little bit. You know, all things in moderation. Unfortunately, I don't know how to do that. No, I understand. Hey, I, I think I, a lot of hey, us growing man. up feel that same way. That yeah, I think it, so. It's, you know, like, we used to drink to get fucked up. You know, it, it was, it was the purpose was to get But it fucked. came from a hurt place. Yeah, of course. You try to numb what, you, exactly. you know, what you're going through. But I got yeah, a question, Sam, though. But 
you were saying uh, earlier that you were taking these pills like to get to to, to the normal stage. But yeah, what is normal? Like like in your case, like what do you consider normal? What, so, what, what category would that fall into? Man, so that's going to be kind of a hard one to answer because I mean. You know, to try to define normal, I doubt I can do that. You know, I mean, all I have is my own experience. For me, though, it's like, you know, I can wake up and not be worried about something happening. I can wake up not hearing those voices. And and, and I don't mean voices in the sense that, you know, I mean, I, I don't hear people telling me to go do things or anything like that. But it, it's more of just that voice in your head or, or like a thought that just keeps repeating that you know you're a piece you're a piece of crap you're not worth anything there's no reason for you to be here anyway all you're doing is dragging the people down yeah and so for me that's you know that's my idea of normal is just not having those that bad feeling for the day just because i happen to wake up see that's the thing to up to what degree is it horrible is it bad or is it is it considered that that you suffer from it because everybody has bad thoughts. Everybody wakes up shitty, you know, not everybody wakes up every day, loving every day, you know, that that's the goal, I believe. However, I just, I, everybody has bad thoughts, but the thoughts don't define you as whether you do them or not do them. Um, so to me, that's, I guess that's, that's one of the question marks there because everybody has bad thoughts. I, I'm not, I'm pretty sure everybody in this universe that has ever lived has had a bad thought. I think the difference for me is, you know, in, in along those lines of what Lewis is saying, yeah, he's absolutely right. Everybody has bad days. Everybody has those bad thoughts. I can't turn it off. That's the thing. When, once I get one of those going in my head when I'm not on my medication, I cannot turn it off. It doesn't matter what, you know, I mean, I that's why I would go and just get myself so intoxicated. I You know, I'd go on a Coke bender for three days. You know, just try to get that shit out of my head to where I could just pass out, you know, because it's like, you know, you get like that when those thoughts start racing. I can't sleep because, you know, I'll just sit up all night thinking, worrying about something that doesn't matter. And knowing that it's ridiculous, that it doesn't make sense, but I can't get rid of that. Think about that, that worst feeling of anxiety that you ever had, that horrible twisted up stomach, you know, shaking, can't, you know, shortness of breath. That's how that feels. And I can't make it stop. Even though in my mind, I know that there's nothing wrong. And I know that I don't have a reason to feel this way, but I just do. Nah, nah, I understand. I kind of, I, I could kind of, I could kind of like, I could, I could understand that. I, and I, I understand what you're saying because the, the worst anxiety I ever had was just when I was like, in jail, I was, you know, locked down twenty three hours a day in my cell. I didn't, ha- I didn't, I wasn't allowed to have anything, nothing on me, and I was like that for like thirty days, and I was sixteen, and I could just, I was just desperate. I know what you're talking about, that that desperate feeling, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like you're just thinking yeah, about what's gonna to happen. And then, like the night replayed in my mind over and over and over, and like, and, oh, and yeah, and you not, can't, and you can't turn it off. Yeah, you can't. I didn't. It didn't turn off because I was just thinking over and over and over and over and over and over of what just happened, and I'm just like, oh shit, I just fucked up. Like, the I was like, that I know that like the moment 
I remember the judge telling me, if I ever see you again, I'm going to give you all your backup time. And I when I got locked up, when I when them handcuffs came on me, I was just like, oh, fuck. I don't, I fucked up. The only way is, yeah. is if that judge dies, that's the only way I'm not going to get, when, when my shit happened, when I, when, when I yeah, had that yeah, episode, yeah. okay, when I had yeah. that episode, I was, I had already served that six months. I was on probation and it was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, hey, you sneeze and you, you get these six years. Show. I'm gonna let you have these six years. Mm. And well, um, let me let me ahead. say something though that y'all both y'all both said it's just like it's just like y'all realize it. You know, it's just like okay, it exists. Yeah, both said some um, similarity to that, and it's just like the way I know, like Soto, you told me before, my mind doesn't work like the next man's mind doesn't work. Of course, we're but, seven billion yeah. people on this earth. There's seven billion, you know, yeah. personalities and the thoughts. way I always and I always looked at it, man, it's just like because you have your situation, right? You're living in it, your thoughts about it, and then what you're gonna do about it. You know, it's just like and the way I've always thought about it, it was just like you either gonna pray or you panic. You're either gonna worry or you're gonna worship. All right. There's I, a choice that you have to make at the I, end of the day. I, I agree. You but you know what's the difference? Is that we're all not built that way. We're all built differently. And but we you, all you, you, you but you hear what you said though. You're not built that way. But why can't you build yourself to be stronger in a situation like because that? Because we, we, we see other paths in 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 well, strength. Well, I think when it comes down to, to this area that we're talking about, Sam is talking about that he can't control it himself. He can't stop it himself. He I know that's what build, I'm saying, you know? but he, he's on the panic part. That's what I'm just saying. It's just like, it, like and that's sad. Have you ever, Slim, have you ever understood something after it was taught to you by somebody that knows a lot about it, that you were like, I'm not gonna say ignorant, but you were dark in that area. And then, I was I, I lived in a dark area before, bro. And it's just like No, I don't think I, what I'm always, trying to, but, what but I'm trying I, to say no, is for some of these people it's uncontrollable. That's why they have to seek a therapist. That's why they have to, you know, get some pills. It's it's something that they don't know how to, you know, and they can't control it themselves. If you ever had a desire, a addiction or something that you were like, oh, fuck it, I'll just stop next week, or I'll just stop doing this. These are things that are controlling you, you know, and it's, yeah, if you mastered it and you got it down packed, you know, just like <clears throat> some people are addicted to crack. You're not addicted to crack. They just don't yeah. know how to get out of it. They, they're stuck. They're captive in that moment, in that, in that situation, should I say, that addiction or whatever they're going through at that moment. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, I've been in situations where I, 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 I lie to you not, man. I wanted to kill myself, but it's just like exactly what I was saying. He's either am I going to pray or am I going to panic? I guess my faith, my faith since a youngin', man, it's just like no matter my dark paths that I walk, you know, it's just like I've always had faith. Something we, was going to get me out of it, you know? It's just yeah. weird. And I remember, dog, I used to look because I've always, I don't know, I don't know, like, 
I've always right. I've always me and you always been like yin and yang. Like I always been like yeah. not really the negative, but you know you you're more the light. I'm more yeah, dark. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's the negative. Yeah, you always <laughs> we'll just confirm yeah, this yeah, shit. Yeah, he's the negative. Yeah, okay, I'm the negative. <laughs> now, let, I'm working on myself. I'm working on myself. <laughs> you know, but but for me, you know, it, it's really it's interesting to hear that other side though too. You know, I mean, because what I hear is Slim wanting to to understand this and wanting to educate himself about this and to understand the people that have these issues, you know, definitely. I mean, there, there's lots of things that I do in addition to taking that medication to help, you know, mitigate my, my symptoms to help, help me get through the day. You know, I mean, it's, it's whether I'm sitting there and just got to calm myself down. Yeah. But Sam, you know, but I mean, I got a question. Well, let me elaborate a little bit and let me know if, if I'm, if I'm just tripping. Right. Okay. I love UFC, right? Mm-hmm. And it's mixed martial arts, right? Yep. So I can be a wrestler. Luis can be a jujitsu master. You can be a karate master, black belt. Slim can be a boxer. We're all, they're all professional fighters. They're all masters at their craft. So what if we all have our own individual ways of finding peace? You, you, it could be the medicine. You know what I'm saying? Slim, obviously, is his faith. You know me. I, I don't. I don't. I, I think maybe it's patience. I don't know. I haven't found. I haven't found me yet. You know what I'm saying? And, and no, Luis, I, I get you, on you that know, what, whatever your comfort is, you know, I, I'm. I feel the same way. It's my faith. Um, but I also believe I'm here because I've I've been given this. I've been giving it to, you know, like, of course, I was the one that didn't throw in the towel or whatever. But at the same time, see, now we're talking about faith and, and what what people believe it. I believe in the most high and I believe that he's already got an answer for every problem that I have. So I, I can appreciate and understand where Slim is coming from. I'm talking about, you know, this took a lot of years and, and, and but at the end of it, it was all a blessing that he gave me the grace to go through it and um, over overcome it, you know? So but everybody has different kind of graces and it's, it's hard, man, when it comes mentally and it doesn't escape your mind, where do you go? You physically, you can, you can't walk out the room because it's in your mind at that moment. You can walk out the room and still going to be in your mind. You can go outside, still going to be in your mind. There has to be some kind of anchor that holds you down during that, that moment. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. Hey, hey, Sam. Since you said you were you were going through this since you were seven years old, right? Yep, that's the first um, time I really remember the Dark Rider getting loose. And that that's deep, you know, to, to be that young, to be only seven years old, to be breathing in this world and witnessing depression. Because when I see little kids, man, below the age of ten, man, all I see is love. Like these kids get 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 in a fight, and ten minutes later they playing with each other. You know, they it's forgiven. But where I was gonna go with this is this like what triggers it, if I may ask. Oh wow, okay, so yeah, no, um, it can be anything. Sometimes, you know, I mean, I have I have a lot of anxiety about my job. Like for whatever reason, you know, it's an irrational fear. I know it is, but I go to work yes. every single day, half expecting to be fired for something. Don't know what something I haven't even done. Is it just paranoia? But yeah, it's just it's it's extreme paranoia, and then I get you know, and then that can set off an anxiety attack. You know, hell, I went to the hospital over it one time from work because I thought I was having a heart attack. Damn. Um, so as you, far as like so the you, depression, 
far as the depression, that can just come on about anything. I mean, that's there's nothing really that I know of off the bat that, that really triggers it other than, you know, like stressful situations for me can do it, you know, because it'll just something will, will kick off that chain of thoughts in my head where it just starts coming through with that. You're worthless. You ain't worth a shit. You ain't never going to do anything in life. Nobody really likes you anyway. Um, you know, there's no reason for you to be here. You know, and the only thing that holds me down and keeps me from doing that is I got a family to take care of, and those people need me, and I do need to be here for them. You know, regardless of how bad I'm feeling, you know, like I can't just check out on them. I can't. I, I agree because I think I I feel that 100%. I think Slim feels that 100% because I think I changed my life around because of my kids, you know? Same thing as, like, yes, nah, yeah. you can't do this. You got kids. You got, you got responsibilities, like... Yeah, you know, I know I you felt it. like that. Did you, I know you felt like that, Louise? Like you had your son, like you had oh, I, something I, to live was, for. Yeah, I turned around completely, Every day. man. I turned around completely, man. I went from you know, stop chilling with my boys and doing all that shit, you know, to actually working, you know, day and night and making sure that when as soon as he got to the world, Dad was gonna have everything ready for him. So yeah, definitely, the um, it was it was a life changer. Oh yeah, Be, being a parent will do that to you. But it, it's definitely been for the better for me as far as, you know, having the wife and having those two boys keep me grounded. You know, I quit running the street. You know, I mean, and, and, you know, I grew up in I grew up in rural ass Texas and I live in rural ass Texas. You know, I wouldn't go running the streets, getting in all kinds of crazy shit. The stuff we did was we go run around, drive drunk, spotlight and shooting coyotes and shit. And <laughs> that's tight. But, you know, that's the that's the thing, Sam, is like we that's all come late. from. We all come from different places. Like I wish I had that childhood too, you know, but I I, I didn't have it because I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't the fucking I'm not gonna say the ghetto, but I was just in low income housing. You know what I mean? Nah, like, man, we in the city, the like we didn't have that. The the closest we had was going to the swamp and trying to kill some rabbit. Say what? <laughs> yeah. Remember the swamp over there? Well, uh, rabbits by Cork Kelly. Oh but um no nah, but look I, out of the whole thing that i got from sam it's just like it's always like the word that comes to mind is worry and you know oh, yeah, it's just like when, it, and w- when you worry it's not helpful i mean it's useless you know the thing that comes to mind is like it's like jesus said like uh who of you worrying can add an hour to your life? You know, that, Nobody. that's what sticks in my head. You know, it's just like, that's what makes my mind. Like, I'm not saying that you're weak-minded, Sam. It's just like, you you said a story that I cannot relate to. You wanted to kill yourself at seven years old. That, that's a young age. You haven't been in this world long enough to even, to, to just want to say, I want to get out of here. You know, that, that's deep. I haven't experienced that. But the words of Jesus of saying, who of you by worrying can add an hour to your life? Those words, you know, it's just like words, weapons, you know, words, you know, they say sick and stone can break my bones. I mean, it might not break your bones, but it hits your soul. I tell you that. I believe it. I believe that shit, man. I, I, I think that's such a stupid saying because words are yeah. everything. Yeah, the- it's told you at the age of seven, for example, 
and you will live by those words that you feel like that's you for the rest of your life. Yeah, I would. You know I, yeah. I would have remembered that. You know, I, I remember <laughs> I that type of stuff. Yeah, from childhood. Oh, I remember that. That kind of stuff always sticks with you. You know, and you know, I don't know when this started. Like I said, seven years old was the first time I remembered it. But you know, for my whole life, as long as I can remember, I've always had those thoughts, those feelings, and I thought that's how everybody was. But did it? That's come, how I was. Did it come from a traumatic situation, or was it just yeah, out the what blue? Yeah, that then? Nah, you don't have to go good. into. You don't have to go into detail but was it like something no, traumatic as much no i will go into as much detail as possible because truthfully talking about this is one of the ways that it helps me because you know for so many years i tried to hide this i didn't want anybody to know because of the social stigma that was attached to it yeah. you know due to the fact that, that people would look down on you or be like you know or just have a certain and get a certain impression about you right off the bat yeah without getting the, you know without that's far from us you, though sam that's no, I, oh, no, no, I when I hear the judge, you know, it's not just about no, us that. though. It's just like there's a whole movement now where it makes people feel comfortable about expressing themselves. Because back yeah. then, back then, like right after I got out of prison, I still had this little tough guy syndrome type <clears throat> shit. You know what I mean? And yeah, and a lot of that is is probably attributable to the age. You know, throughout my late teens, early twenties, yeah, I mean, I was a hard ass. I wouldn't get, you know, I didn't have no problems. You know, fuck you. Ain't nothing wrong with me. And it's you know, hard now that I've gotten older. Well, it's the machismo, too. You know, yeah, like that's is. our culture. Yeah. You know, the man has to be tough. He can't fucking cry. He can't express and it his comes, feelings. Well, that's, and that's, I think, that's a Hispanic. No, it's not. No, it's not. You know what? I disagree. It, 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 it is. I disagree. That's everybody. It is, and it's not. What I mean by that is, I think, you know, like. I'm just looking at you, man. I'm no, not gonna look it, at you no it, more, say it, yo. Say it, say it, say it. Say it. I know it's because every <laughs> time I look at him and he's serious. You're locking eyes. No, no, no. You should see his look, <laughs> yo. When I look I at him, yo. Redo. Where's the redo button? <laughs> Where is the redo button, yeah. <laughs> Yo, this yo, shit is yo, okay. Shit promise me, promise. Yeah, I know it's fun. This is fun. It sucks. That, <laughs> it sucks that they're. In, it, it sucks. It's, 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 I'm sorry. The topic is so messed up to to say that it's fun because no. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think the more that this can be brought into the light, that the better off people will be for it. You know, I mean, it took me a lot of years to come to the realization that me having these mental disorders is the same as somebody who has diabetes or who has asthma. It's a condition. Big deal. You know, you think so? Take your medication. Well, it is a big deal because it it, it controls your command center. You know? And once your command center tells you you got to go, then you're going to go. You go wherever your brain tells you to go, you know, so it, it's, it's yeah. a real big deal. You know, it's a, there's a difference between having diabetes. It doesn't fuck with your mind. It fucks with you physically. You know, it, it probably gets you tired, I'm sure, you know, and all these other things. But when it comes down to mental thoughts that are telling you to commit suicide and take your life and do all this other crazy shit, that shit is serious. Yeah, it is. Oh, without a doubt. It is. Hey, but Sam, but Sam, do you ever question yourself, like, 
I, I well, well, tell them what you told me earlier. It's like you took psychology to help. He went to college to take psychology. Well, go go ahead and pursue that story. Okay, so yeah, um, basically, you know, I graduated high school when I was seventeen. Um, I had almost my first semester of college done by the time I graduated high school. They had a uh, a uh, little program going at my school, basically, where you could substitute out classes at the local community college, and if you could pass those, you got college and high school credit for it. So I took as many classes nice. as they had available just to get a jump start on it. But basically, I mean, right off the bat, you know, I knew I wanted my major to be psychology. And the reason is, is because I knew there was something wrong with me. I didn't know what it was, but I wanted to try to figure it out and wanted to try to fix it. And, so did it help? Know, to an <laughs> extent, <laughs> yes. I mean, <laughs> basically to an extent. Once I got to the part where we started studying the, uh, the DSM, which is the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, which is used for diagnosing uh, psychological uh, illnesses or ailments and and going through that you know i started reading some of these descriptions of, of these disorders and stuff and i said oh that's me i you know you yeah. know not the full diagnosis you know i mean i could pick a few symptoms from a lot of different things here or there but just the fact that, that knowing that this is oh this is something that people know about this is something that we know is a problem and there might be a way to fix this we have ways to treat this you know, so that helped a lot, and that really encouraged me in, you know, in my late teens to start going to a therapist, to start seeking some help, to try to figure out. How my, did you, you know, how did you go to the therapy? Like, was it, did you have, like, Medicaid? Did you have insurance, or did you have to pay yeah, out of pocket? Yeah, I had, health ins I had health insurance basically through my, you know, through my dad's job uh you know so i just went to my parents and said hey look something's wrong i need to go talk to somebody and you know luckily my parents being very supportive as they were said okay and and that's know, the thing and therapist. that's the thing right sam message right there yeah that, sam that's, that, yeah. yeah that's good and we we all need to do that with our kids but you know what's you know what's the sad thing though is that if i think if i would have said that to my father or my mother they would have looked at me crazy Oh well, yeah, yeah. When you're you're in a Hispanic culture, they were just like, "What the hell? You need it?" I don't a even think it's just it. Hispanic. I really, I, I think it's a, I think I really think it's a Hispanic culture thing, bro. It's just well, the machismo, yeah, that machismo. Yeah, yeah the machismo. That's what you were saying. Yeah. No, but I'm saying like it's, our parents would just look at us like we're stupid if we'd be like, yeah, "I need therapy." Well, I think moms will always feel different, but dad was the one that was going to be like, yeah, the you dad know, like is come on, man, yeah. I'll give you something to cry about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, true. True. <laughs> you know, like, I want to hear your shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't give no, a fuck true. about your day, yeah? yeah. Oh, you feel like, you, you feel like taking your life you back. I, I'll take you to the closest bridge, yeah? <laughs> true. Yeah. No, yeah, true, one man. One of those things, yeah, funny, but it's not, you know? Yeah, um, I know. It just... I know, I noticed that too, man. You don't laugh a lot either, man. I think. Sam? Yeah. <laughs> I never hear him laugh. Does he laugh a lot? Look, man, Sam is a good dude, bro. He I know he a good he dude. Good. He, I got, no, I can no, no, sense. No. Hey, Sam, I, the Anunnaki, yeah. the Anunnaki, they gave me a gift. Isn't that I a get, fish? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, All right, see, see, see you see what I'm saying, Sam? You yeah, see what I'm saying? If I would did it help, though, the therapy? Yes, it did. I mean, it, it kind of helped me to get on track to realize that these thoughts and ideas are not sane. They're not rational. That they're, they're not something that, 
you know, is true. You know, now I'd be lying if I said, that, you know, I don't still struggle with that. I do, you know, and there, there are days, yeah. you know, but, but thankfully the more I work with this and the more, you know, and like I said, and, and I've been going back and forth with my doctor for do a while think- now. And I, okay, I was gonna say, I've been going back and forth with my doctor for a while now and, and been trying different medications and, you know, I mean, I think she's finally got me now on a combination that works well for me. Because you got to you know, deal with all that. the side effects and stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, and luckily, you know, in my case, what there's really not too many. Um, you know, some of the, the side effects of, of the medications that I take, um, the big one uh, is like erectile dysfunction. That, that's one of the big side effects of the depression medication that I take. Now, luckily... That, Hold that on, what is, is that? What is... Reptile. <laughs> that you didn't sound good. You reptile. The asshole? Get a listener to call and tell us what, what just happened. <laughs> Hold on. Put a listener I to said, this. I, hey, I say it every time. On, I say it every time. On, I'm a dumbass. What the hell is erectile dysfunction? Say what? Are you serious? Hey, you got an erectile. Uh, is it like a hernia or, or what? Wow. Uh, I am not part of this group. <laughs> What'd you say? Call it left dick disorder. Call it left dick disorder. Call it left dick disorder. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No, don't say that because you know the our fans are limp squad. <laughs> See, that's, that's depressing all in itself, man. Yeah. I would be depressed. Oh no, I think we should change our logo name, yo. <laughs> But it, it, in any case, to continue on with that, you know, look, now that's what is one of the main side effects. Now, luckily, it did not affect me. <laughs> you know, as far as the other, the other side effects. I'm going to call bullshit on that one. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about bullying. Bullying comes oh mental health issues. <laughs> but do you see, look, there's. We can have serious talks, dog. We're laughing, man. Like we, we're laughing. Like this is good. We're, we're, I hopefully, this is a good thing, you know. Hopefully, we're making somebody at home laugh right now, yo. I mean, exactly. I they you know can I mean? relate. That would be, yeah. That would be my biggest hope. Would just be to, if there's somebody out there that is listening that that is having, you know, these kind of issues, you know, I hope that they can see it in the same light that we are, and that yeah, this is something that that's serious, and yes, something does need to be done about it, no doubt. But at the same time, it is what it is. You have it. You can either be depressed and cry about it and just think of it as a horrible tragedy, or you can realize, hey, this is the hand that I've been dealt. This is something that I have to deal with. I'm going to have some damn fun along the way because otherwise I'm just working at it, and that sucks. Who wants to work all the time? I want to play, and I want to have fun. And So and if we can get somebody out there laughing who's amen. having these thoughts and, and be able to laugh at that, that's a great thing in my book. And, and I think yeah. that's what Slim was saying earlier on, too, you know, about getting to a point where you start building into you. Now you recognize what you have and, and you, you're you're taking medication. There's people out there that do uh, that do exercises, you know, like breathing yes, exercises and things like that. Those things will help you focus outside of whatever your mind is going through in that moment. You know, so I don't know what other exercises people can do, but I'm pretty sure there's 
there's more than or just pills or medicine. Bro. Go to the gym. Hey, oh, walking, um, walking yeah, in no, the that's... in the woods. Oh, true. <laughs> no, <that's true>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, you know what'll help with your depression for real? Because my my friend here, my friend here, dog, he he walks around like he's depressed all day. And all you got to do is look at him and he'll laugh. I can't even do this podcast without looking at him and he'll laugh. So you know what? You know what solves his depression? You know what? He- I don't know what you're talking about, man. This is natural. FBI, open up. <laughs> this, this is that natural happiness, man. Oh, it's, it's Jesus, right? <laughs> that, that's hey, that. Sam, hey, Sam, seriously, yeah. man. You know, you know one, uh, I cannot quote your description. Cause I'm not one of those guys, man. But uh, I read the Bible, man, and it just said, uh, "It said Jesus said, look at the birds. They don't worry about what they're going to eat tomorrow. But yet, your heavenly Father feeds them and continues to all God's creation. But except you, you know, it's just like it makes you think. You know, birds get fed every day. They don't think about it. They know they're going to eat. But here we are worrying about the next bill. We're just stressing about work. What's my next job? And, and stuff like that." You get where I'm going with this? And I it's think, like the bird, the mind of a bird, but he knows he will be fed. L- listen, I also believe, though, it, it, it it's like um, it's instilled in us to worry, to be scared, to fear. I mean, how many times, man, has your, your kid, everybody has kids here, right? You know? Yeah, we all, yeah. We all got kids. That's, oh, shit. Yeah, you know? <laughs> we, can, we, we can have an all-dads <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, so you know, how many times was you was it, did your kid fall and they look at you first for confirmation? Then they see you all yep. worried, trying to pick him up, like, oh no, it's good. Like you already installing fear just by them looking at you, the way you're reacting to that situation, being all fearful, and they think, oh shit, this is what I, how I'm supposed to be, and that yeah. starts building. That starts building, just like you said, Slim, earlier on about how can you build up to get out of the madness. But then, you yes, know, sir. you, you, you got to understand, you got to take away a lot of the shit that has been instilled in you since day one. But you, but you already been through it though. Yeah. But those are you traumas know, that like, stay so, in so, your mind. Yeah. They just, but for trauma, some... trauma will either, either build you or eat you, bro. So it's just exactly. like, you got to choose your battle. Which side you want to be on? If I want to be, if I want to be there and be like, man, you know, I've been, I lost everybody, homie. You know, or, Stuff like that, you know. It's just like we lost a lot of people growing up, bro. Yeah, you know, we did, man. You know, my first R.I.P. Arlie, right. man. Yeah, that was that was my that was my girl. You know, it's just growing up. We grew up in the gang era. You know, gangs ain't really big now, but gang eras. We lost a lot of people to deportation, <laughs> All to I'm gas, just... it, it, or, or even or even prison. You know, it's just like we don't even speak to these people no more. And, but at one point, they were our world. You get what I'm saying? They were part of our lives. Yeah. I just, it's Sam, it's just like, we all deal with different issues, Sam. Like that, it's just, that's reality. And I wish I had answers for everything. Or I wish there was answers for everything, but there isn't. Oh yeah, you're right about that. I I have, you know, like, I I still have a temp, temper issue. You know what I'm saying? I I get mad easily. That's my biggest kryptonite is anger. Like I really do get anger. I try to be nice. I, I I think if you knew me, you would know me as a funny guy, the loving guy, and all this shit, right? Like, you know, the smile. You know, if I die tomorrow, man, everybody will speak wonders of me. 
the one thing that's eaten me alive all my life has probably been anger. I've been angry as fuck since I was a little kid. And but why? Do you know why? I don't know. Have you ever looked at, I mean, have you ever like really just sat down and thought about that of why am I pissed off all the time? Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, I do know why. I mean, it started like, like, like you, when I was a little kid, I was just angry. You know what I'm saying? And, and I felt like I just got dealt the short end of the stick, you know, since I was a kid, like, you know, and I don't, I don't, I don't think people should like, don't try to understand me or anything like that. Cause I understand myself. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, okay, good. No, 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 that's a good thing though. Cause that's, that's what will help you to move forward and, and to deal with this, you know? Yeah. So when I was a little kid, I just felt like I was just dealt the short in the stick. And then as I got older, like, you know, like typical Hispanic parents or minority parents and period, you know, like they split up. So I was born with a single mother household. You know, I was like 11. Yeah, I was 11. I was mm-hmm. 11 years old, 10 or 11. And that's when I started like, you know, it hurt my heart that my parents split up, you know, but it was a very violent relationship, you know, but it is what it is. So now I'm in a low income you know, neighborhood, my father's nowhere. I mean, you know, not, not to say he abandoned me. Cause I don't know what the hell went on back then. I, I don't fucking know. I still don't know. Cause I get two different answers by the parent, by the, by the father and the mother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I just remember not seeing my dad for a very long time. That's all I remember. He loves you though. No, I, man, that's my boy. We work together, man. Well, that's, I'm yeah. Yang. That's Yang. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's no. my boy. They like look, no matter yeah. what, we even even my wife says me and my dad have some sort of loyalty towards each other and uh-huh. me and my dad fought before, like straight up fought. And I'm talking yeah. like a couple years ago. <laughs> it wasn't a long time yeah. ago, it was a couple years ago. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But me and my dad, we're we're real tight. And everybody that knows me knows me and my dad are tight, but it was just that he was just absent. I don't know what happened. I think he might have like whooped my mom's ass or something and Got a restraining order or some shit. I don't know, but um. Okay, but I mean, you know, hearing hearing you tell that, I mean, I mean, dude, that's you know, I I can't, you know, like like you know, I have no experience to, I can't relate to that, you know. I mean, I was extremely lucky, and I didn't realize this till I was a lot older how lucky I was to grow up in a household where my parents got along. They didn't fight, you know, beyond just the normal, you know, arguing, but never to the point of, you know, where the cops got to come or where people are hitting each other. And I didn't realize how lucky I was until I started seeing that in, in all those around me. But man, I yeah. can, I can imagine at that age, yeah, especially man, living create. like if maybe if I was like in your type of area, like a rural area, maybe it would have been different. You know what I mean? But you know, growing up in a city in a low income city, mom's at work all day. Cause she's paying the rent. She got to pay the rent. You know, they're going through some legal, whatever, I, I actually do remember one time my dad snuck and like went to the school and just gave me a little like $20 and just told me he loved me. And then I didn't see him for like a few weeks or something. I don't know, but I think it was like a custody issue or whatever. But during that time, there's other people living in our house. Obviously my mom couldn't afford the apartment. So she rented the rooms out and we lived in the living room for a while, like renting both rooms out and shit. And motherfucking, um, I feel like this is a good topic. And I, I feel like everybody had a good time. And I think one hour is enough to, like, make y'all laugh and make y'all think and actually, you know, take in the information. 
and we can just keep this ball rolling. We can do it maybe in a couple weeks, next week, you know, something. And hopefully you guys recognize when you do have an issue or a problem or whatever you want to call it and seek help. I think Sam, you know, one thing we can get from his stories and stuff is that he actually, he, he recognized something was wrong and he went to find help and he didn't, you know. He yeah, didn't, I appreciate he, that. Yeah. He didn't get caught up in the, oh, shit, I'm a man or I can't ask for help or, you know, how what would they think about me? You know, he recognized it and, and he's doing something about it and that's what everybody should do. It's a serious thing out there and everybody should be uh, trying to get better. Yeah, man. Spend- yeah, no, hey, but... Uh, Go ahead, Sam. Yeah, I was going to say, I would encourage yeah, anybody out there who's having these thoughts or feelings, like, you're not the only one. I promise you that. There, there is help available. There are other people who are going through what you're going through. Talk to somebody. That's, man, that's, that is the biggest thing I can, I can advocate to help with this, and, and that's where it has to start is you got to talk to somebody. I don't care who. Talk to your friend. Talk to your mom. Talk to your priest. Talk to your teacher. Talk to somebody that you trust. And just talk to them. Let them know what's going on and go from there. Seek help. It's out there. It's available and you don't have to live like this. Start a fucking podcast, man. Like, that's that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, expressing ourselves and maybe helping somebody. And maybe if you have a problem, just come on the show. We're going to make this shit a series, man. We're going to keep talking about it. Go ahead, Slim. You know, uh, yeah, hold on. Um, I uh I asked all of you guys, like, what your biggest problem was. And it's like, if I could end on this note, it's just like, when Jesus died, he already solved your biggest problem, which is eternal salvation. You don't have a bigger problem than eternal salvation. I want you to remember that. And um, and we could just end on that note, man. It's just have faith. And, you know, we're, we're going to continue this series. And this, this was a deep series. And Sam, I hope you gained a little something and we gained a little bit something on your side you know i did especially and and next time we're gonna get deeper into it we're we're definitely definitely gonna get deeper into it yeah yeah man so uh thank you guys for listening sam lewis thank you again for joining us man it's always a pleasure and total you know this is episode nine man we're going on a big 10 and by the way next week Subscribe and and just hit the no, no, notification. Yeah, hit and, and, and on any streaming service. Hit the notification button. Share it. Screenshot it. Send it to me. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and um get ten shirt ten shirts made. Uh, Living the Mayhem podcast shirts. I'm gonna go ahead and design that shit later. We're gonna get the uh, stuff together. In the first ten people. That just subscribe, donate, or anything. Just show any type of support for us. We'll mail you a uh, Living in Mayhem podcast uh, t-shirt. Yeah, sure. You should give them the clown shoes, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, yeah? <laughs> Sam, you got you got something to say to the people, man? You want to say goodbye? Uh, yeah, no, definitely, guys. Thanks again for having me on. I love the idea that you guys want to make a series out of this. Because, yeah, this is a topic that cannot be covered in a, in a single hour. And, uh, you know, I mean, if that's going to help people, then I'm all for it because I definitely, you know, this is something that helps me. This is my therapy, you know, just getting on here and talking about this stuff. When you, to, to me, when you talk about this, you get it off of your chest. You're not, you're not carrying that burden alone anymore. Now you've got somebody that's helping you shoulder that weight. That's going to help you down this path. 
And, you know, so again, on that note, just please, if you feel like this, just go talk to somebody. You're not alone. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. Everyone, Amen. three, two, one, Limp Squad. Three, Limps. two, one, Limp Squad. Limp. <laughs> Gay. Gay. Gay.